Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 26th, and we will be reading paragraphs 902 through 909 today. We will continue with uh, the laity and their priestly, prophetic, and kingly offices. And we begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In a very special way, parents share the office of sanctifying by leading a conjugal life in the Christian spirit and by seeing to the Christian education of their children. Lay people who possess the required qualities can be admitted permanently to the ministries of lector and acolyte. When the necessity of the church warrants it and when ministers are lacking, lay persons, even if they are not lectors or acolytes, can also supply for certain of their offices, namely, to exercise the ministry of the word, to preside over liturgical prayers, to confer baptism, and to distribute holy communion in accord with the prescriptions of law. Participation in Christ's prophetic office. Christ fulfills this prophetic office not only by the hierarchy, but also by the laity. He accordingly both establishes them as witnesses and provides them with the sense of the faith, sensus fidei, and the grace of the word. To teach in order to lead others to faith is the task of every preacher and of each believer. Lay people also fulfill the prophetic mission by evangelization, that is, the proclamation of Christ by word and the testimony of life. For lay people, this evangelization acquires a specific property and peculiar efficacy because it is accomplished in the ordinary circumstances of the world. This witness of life, however, is not the sole element in the apostolate. The true apostle is on the lookout for occasions of announcing Christ by word, either to unbelievers or to the faithful. Lay people who are capable and trained may also collaborate in catechetical formation, in teaching the sacred sciences, and in use of the communications media. In accord with the knowledge, competence, and preeminence which they possess, lay people have the right and even at times a duty to manifest to the sacred pastors their opinion on matters which pertain to the good of the church, and they have a right to make their opinion known to the other Christian faithful with due regard to the integrity of faith and morals and reverence towards their, toward their pastors and with consideration for the common good and the dignity of persons. Participation in Christ's kingly office. By his obedience unto death, Christ communicated to his disciples the gift of royal freedom so that they might by the self-abnegation of a holy life, overcome the reign of sin in themselves. That man is rightly called a king, who makes his own body an obedient subject, and by governing himself with suitable rigor, refuses to let his passions breed rebellion in his soul, for he exercises a kind of royal power over himself, and because he knows how to rule his own person as king, so too does he sit as its judge. He will not let himself be imprisoned by sin or thrown headlong into wickedness. 
Moreover, by uniting their forces, let the laity so remedy the institutions and conditions of the world, when the latter are an inducement to sin, that these may be conformed to the norms of justice, favoring rather than hindering the practice of virtue. By so doing, they will impregnate culture and human works with a moral value. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.